0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of RNFM Radio on the Pulse of Nursing. This is episode 121, and we're recording it on July 16th, 2014. And of course, this is the leading platform for nurses, and we're thrilled to have you tune in for the latest news, trends, and hot topics with the leaders and thought provokers in our industry. Now, of course, where can you find us? Exactly everywhere you are. We, of course, are on every social media platform that you can imagine, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, we're there. And of course, you can follow us under that hashtag RNFM radio, and we will communicate back to you, the community at large, and of course our listeners and guests that are out there. We are, of course, over at rnfmradio.com. That's where we host all of our podcasts and everything that you need to know about Keith, myself, and of course our guests. Now you can find us over on iTunes. Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio, and of course, our proud members, uh, we are proud members of the ProMed Network at ProMedNetwork.com forward slash Radio. Literally, we are everywhere you want to be. So, and of course, we always appreciate all of those emails that we get at Insider at RNFMRadio.com, and of course, voicemails or text messages that we also get at 720 466 3022 and I do know personally we have several emails that we need to get back to you on and we will so stay tuned for that all of those who have reached out so as always this is Kevin Ross I am in my studio here in Colorado my co-host Keith Carlson always happy to be here with him and Keith in Santa Fe how are you doing today sir
1: Hey, Kevin, and hello, everyone. I'm doing good today. It's a nice day in Santa Fe. We've been having lots of rain in the evenings during what we call monsoon season, so it's lovely to get some moisture. And, you know, I've just been looking at the rnfmradio.com website, and if you click on Our Guests, you'll see that we've been building out a page for each and every guest in each episode. You can listen to the Episodes right there on the page. You can share them with your friends through social media, read about our guests and visit their various platforms and websites. So definitely go over to rnfmradio.com to check that out. Today's guests will be featured there too within a week or 10 days or so. And we are very excited, Kevin, to introduce our two guests for today. So may I go ahead and do that?
0: By all means, Keith, you do a great job, and so we'd love to hear who we're having on the show today.
1: All right. Well, we have Tony Leonard and Jody Leonard of NurseVersity.com. Tony is a software developer and designer. He's written code in just about every language known to humankind. He works mostly as a hired gun for startups in trouble, and those are startups who need a superhero to help turn train wreck projects around. He studied advanced mathematics, the principles of adult education at the University of Louisville. He has six children, if you count his two furry children. His oldest recently graduated with a BSN and passed her boards on June 10th for the very first time. So congratulations to her. Now, Jody Leonard is the co-founder and CFO of Nurseversity. While Jody's a stay-at-home mom, her medical background includes 10-plus years in elder care, intensive transitional care, dialysis, and mental health. She's the wife of Tony, who is the creator of Nurseversity. They have those four children we mentioned. They're two furry children. And we are so excited to have Jody and Tony join us here to talk all about the NCLEX, nurse testing, and the... Um, the, te- the whole testing landscape for new nurses and nursing students. So, Tony and Jody of Nurseversity, welcome to RNFM Radio. Well, thank you. Thank you very
2: much for
1: having us. Oh, you're more than welcome. And we want to point all of our listeners to nurseversity.com. That's N-U-R-S-E, versity.com. You can find you all on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, all those social media platforms. So, absolutely. Yeah. What can you tell us about what prompted the creation of Nurseversity?
3: Well, actually, about a year ago, um, we were having a uh, family dinner and my oldest, who was in nursing school at the time, and we were paying the bill. And she was talking about how all of the nursing students from that current class were worried about failing. And I thought, well, you know, you're getting a great education. They're going to prepare you uh, for this board exam. And the more she started talking, anxiety started to grow. Uh, I started doing some research and found out that, you know, over a third of every single student that graduates, uh, with their degree still fails their board exams. And, uh, That scared me to death, actually.
0: Well, and, you know, test anxiety, (laughs) when you're in school, school, we know about that. We obviously uh, can appreciate that as nurses, knowing that, oh my gosh, this week, another test or some, I, I wouldn't say we had too many pop quizzes, so to speak, but it seemed like we constantly had a test. So we know about that anxiety. And then we think, okay, great. We get that degree in our hand, we go to graduation, fun, I'm done. And then there's another test. And this is a biggie. This is not like... Uh, something that you know, you're know you graded on and that maybe you can kind of tweak your GPA a little bit on that next test. This is something really important that tests your knowledge about nursing your the, and what little clinical experience that you may or may not have uh, based on your clinicals or if you had a previous experience. So I think having something like that out there is certainly something that we uh, want to support our up-and-coming nurses to be a part of. And it's so great to have that out there. So anyway obviously you've got the creation here. Really, what is the mission? So tell us about that. Let's expand on that.
3: The mission obviously is is pretty clear. Uh, We want to help each and every nurse that needs the help or thinks that they need assistance, help them pass that board exam on the first time. Uh, And by doing that, you know, we want to improve upon those critical thinking skills. I mean, how many How many times that, uh, you know, you know, our nurses are in situations where they have to act and then think, (laughs) um, and we want them to be able to act and think uh, correctly the first time, uh, hence passing their boards the very first time.
1: Wow. Well, you know, I'm going to. I, there's something I've never shared here on RNFM Radio, and I'm going to share it right now. I'm going to self-disclose that I actually failed the boards the first time. I was a straight-A student in nursing school. I had terrible test anxiety, but I did well on my tests. I did well on pre-tests, and I even won a clinical award for excellence at the graduation, but I failed the boards the first time. And um, how do nursing schools fail new nurses when it comes to preparing for the NCLEX and um, Jody, do you want to answer that question or Tony?
3: Well, I I would say that from what we've determined from talking to uh, professors and deans and students, you know, the schools are doing a fantastic job of teaching them the things that they need to know. Uh, One of the shortcomings is they don't teach them how to plan and prepare to take those boards because many people, uh, you know, like yourself, you know, they do fail in the first attempt and that's either because they have test anxiety, they don't know what to expect, maybe they, um, you know, are already taking on, you know, a job, so they're working the night before, uh, they're, they're just not prepared to read the questions uh, because, you know, as an individual that, you know, has taken the NCLEX, you can definitely tell us that there's always more than one right answer. But, you know, which of those answers are the most right? And and that's something that uh, a lot of the academics aren't really working with the students on how to prepare uh, for that actual exam. And, and you know, that's where uh, I'll say in steps nurseversity. I mean, we've got uh, a Q bank, a question bank that emulates the actual look and feel of the actual board exam. Uh, we then have some flashcards and some videos that will complement uh, you as a student to help become more well-rounded. And obviously, when you do sit down, you know what to expect, and you know to, how to how to prepare.
0: Well, you actually touched on a very valid point that I think would be a concern for many of those students or graduates that is the graduate nurses out there in that the the platform so the delivery of the tests so i think the majority of us when you know we're in school most of our tests were handwritten in some way i don't think very i think very few of us had to take a computerized test so i always have to bring the technology piece in here and i know that if you're used to taking that paper format pen and pencil uh, pen or pencil uh, to paper and then you end up going to the testing center and, you know, the Pearson uh, testing centers or wherever these are, that you end up getting in front of a screen and it's not a medium that you're used to. It's not a platform that you are comfortable with. Let's say that there's just a technology gap right there. Like folks might be intimidated by that who aren't you know savvy enough, uh, but but who really isn't these days. But I still feel like that that could be part of the anxiety. I don't know. I mean... Maybe you have some different statistics on that.
2: No, I. I can well, think
0: go ahead, Jody.
2: I'm sorry. Absolutely. I think that um, that has a lot to do, it, do with it. And at NurseVersity, we have set up a very similar um, exam simulation of the NCLEX so the students can go through our simulation exam and kind of get a, a little better understanding of what they're going to be in front of when they go for their, test to help them with that anxiety and to help them understand how it works and what's going to happen.
1: Right. And speaking of anxiety, I've been poking around the Nurseversity website. Thank you so much for that temporary pass to check it out. And one thing I noticed on there is that there's a collection of videos and some of the videos actually address test anxiety. Others address very specific scientific and pathophysiological processes that we need to understand for the NCLEX. So it sounds like you all are trying to address every aspect of the testing milieu, not just the knowledge. It sounds like you want to make sure everyone's prepared on each level. Is that true?
3: Absolutely. Uh, If, if, Keith, you've been into the site, uh, you know, one of the things that we try to do is create that well-rounded nurse. We want to prepare you, you know, not only for the exam day, but for every day thereafter. So, you know, we try to constantly measure and provide real-time feedback to you so you know, you know, these are the areas that you need improvement. Uh, Here's a way to actually improve upon those. And, you know, by using video like you talked about, having the mock exam or simulation and the flashcards, Uh, It helps you uh, hit, you know, all areas of the uh, learning uh, pedagogical process. Um, I I don't know if you had a chance to take a look at our uh, integrated study calendar. Did you get a chance to look at that?
1: Uh, No, I haven't checked out the study calendar uh, aspect of it. I I created my own deck of flashcards. I did a mock exam. I checked out a bunch of the videos and then I just poked around the site in general. So I got a pretty good feeling for the site, the calendar. I didn't quite get a, get a feeling for.
3: Yeah. Uh, the study calendar is a tool that we highly recommend if you don't know where to start and you don't know what to do next. Uh, you can go into the study calendar. Uh, it has a what I'm going to call a WYSIWYG that basically Uh, You click on the settings, and it asks you a series of questions. So you can start off with a knowledge check, which is anywhere between 75 and 150 questions, and it will assess your areas that need to be improved upon and help create a study schedule based on the date you're saying that you're going to start studying to the actual date that you say that you're preparing for the exam. It incorporates all of your books that you've used all the way through school, it references the page numbers, chapters, uh, and sections, so you can immediately go to those for you know additional references. It creates the exams for you. It creates the flashcards for you, and it also creates the uh, videos in a playlist so that you can immediately review those things that you need just in time to prepare for the exam that you have set, regardless if it's... You know, a week or six weeks.
0: Well, now, is that really what your point of difference is when we talk about, because we hear about NCLEX review courses, we we hear about all these mainstream courses out there. I mean, everybody seems to have one. So is that really what your point of difference is? And, and is there something in addition to that?
3: Oh, yes, yes, and yes. I mean, that's the whole point. I mean, I think that what really sets us apart is that we help you continue to stay on the plan of action that you had while you're in school. I mean, we all know how structured our courses are. We know what our syllabus says is gonna happen next week. We graduate and we go, "Whoo, man, I graduated. And then you gotta start thinking, how do I prepare for this exam? You know, And a lot of people are very blessed. They can walk right in, sit down, take it, and be fantastic. But the mass majority of us, uh obviously have areas of deficiencies, and that's exactly what the study calendar helps you do. It helps you plan, helps you plan out how many hours per day that you can uh, accommodate your study schedule. It actually places learning blocks. You know, here's the things you need to learn on this day. Here's the things you need to review. And as you're progressing through those things, Kevin and Keith, it actually will adapt and make additional changes and recommendations to get you to where you need to be within that time period.
2: In addition to all of that, that you have stated, uh, Tony, also the um, after you've done the knowledge check, where your weaknesses are, it will adapt to you and tell you on what books you have per those classes and what pages you can go to in those books that are already downloaded in Nurseversity. So you can go to your Paper books and look where you may be where you may be studying in your classroom, where your weaknesses are also.
0: Well, I was going to say I like that adaptation model because, well, and as you know, Keith, I'm sure is that as the as the test uh, that we take the NCLEX it adapts based on our responses because I know that my test shut off after 75 questions, but I remember those first couple of questions like, oh, this is great, this is easy, and then it progressively gets a little bit harder. Um, and so to be able to have that adaptation and sort of that measure for the test taker so that, you know, as things may get hard or some of the questions do come up, then they can kind of refocus on areas you're right, that, that they might be falling short on.
3: Absolutely. Right. You know, and, and one of the, uh, key metrics, you know, we've had, uh, about 4,000 individuals go through our system since the first of January. And we've determined that if a student who's serious about you know, studying and passing will give us 10 hours a week over six weeks, follow the recommended path that we give them, they pass 100% of the time.
1: Wow, that's quite a statement. That's wonderful. And th- uh, we wanted to ask you what your passing rate was, so that's really good to know you've had a 100% success rate so far. And what are the pass-fail rates in general out there? Well, Do you have any idea?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, right now, I do believe the, the stats that were published the 1st of July was 64% was the average. Uh, and, you know, people say, well, Tony, that's impossible that you guys have 100% pass." Well, that's 100% of the people who use the system for 10 hours a week over six weeks. Those that used it less than that, Obviously, you know, some people used it for two weeks. Some people used it longer than that. And some of them did not pass on the first time. But as the cumulative of everyone that is taking the exam to date, we still have a pass rate of 96.9. Yes. So, I mean, that's, it's it, something we're very proud of. Um, you know, we uh, want to be able to have a smart exam prep, you know, an intelligent something that you just don't answer questions and you go, okay, I can read the explanation. I'm done. We wanted to be able to say, hey, you're doing fantastic in maternity, but over here in pediatrics, newborn health, renal systems, you're very weak. So we drill right down to that topic and give you that feedback.
0: So within that kind of lead us to believe, because this is a standardized, standardized test, the NCLEX is. And obviously, whatever answer you give, I don't think it'll necessarily shoot you in the foot because it's just a necessary thing that we have to do. We have to take the NCLEX. But what are your thoughts on standardized tests? I mean, is that, does that really measure our uh, clinical expertise? No,
3: I, I, I think um, in most standardized tests, we are measured upon what we can remember, not what we know. Uh, And that's one of the things that I personally think uh, the academic arena actually is lacking because, you know, there's no true assessment of what you can do. I mean, I may be a terrible test taker, go in there and freeze and fail the exam. You may walk in there and pass at 75 and you've just memorized the information and you add some additional stress to that environment, how well are you going to perform against the other person who maybe has superior critical thinking skills?
1: You're singing my song there, Tony, that you're describing what I went through back in 1996 when I took the exam for the first time. And that's so true. Like I said, you know, I won a, a, an award for clinical excellence. I was really at the top of my class, but it was really that aspect of test taking that, That threw me off. And I'm wondering, what is it, and Jody, maybe you want to address this question. I know your daughter just passed. And what is it about these standardized tests? Are there other aspects that make them so difficult? Why is it such a difficult thing for so many people?
2: Well, one of her things was that what they were teaching them in the classroom was not always how they were to react in the hospital clinical setting. Um, As medicine changes over time, the test taking and some of the information that was to be memorized was not changing. And that was one of the things with one of the competitors that we have is they just wanted you to uh, memorize their information to take the test, but in actuality, she said some of the, the things that they were learning were changing with medicine over time on how they were to respond to situations and treat certain illnesses and things like that. And she said that was, you know, very stressful trying to understand and memorize what she thought she had to, to take for the test when in actuality she will have to do something completely different in being live in person there. Um, which we try and have our content change with um, the nurses that help us. We try and have them help us with our content and changing with the medicine that's changing also on what they need to learn. But um, she was just very stressed out just in – she's a stress test taker in general.
1: I see. um, Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you a question about that further, Jody, is that your daughter just passed the NCLEX, and many congratulations to her. And it says on the website um, under your logo, it says, by nurses who know what's tested. So I'm curious, are nurses like your daughter and others who've passed the NCLEX and taken the test, are they the ones helping you develop this and refine your program and platform as time passes?
2: Yes. And, um, and students, nursing students are, are the ones that are helping us. So basically Kevin and
3: Keith, the way that our model actually works, uh, our content is actually crowdsourced. So, you know, we actually went out into the fields and we said, you know, Hey, you've got two months before you're going to take your exam. What are the things that you're worried about? Okay, so we gather that information. and We go back and we ask these people a month or two after they took it, what were the biggest things that surprised you? And, you know, as we started doing that and we interviewed, uh, I'm going to tell you tens of thousands of, of students, and we started to see a pattern and a trend of certain things in certain areas of the country that surprised students versus other areas. And so we gathered them and created our first uh, series of uh, questions, answers, and explanations. And it was almost like a light bulb had gone off in certain areas because you know, we validated that you know, one particular university may be doing fantastic everywhere except for med search. Well, another school and another university on the different on the East Coast may be suffering with understanding pharmacology and medication. So let's take best practices from the ones who do understand it and from the ones who don't, and we share that information. So that's actually how we created our initial foundation of material. And as the students go through and they are interacting with the content, They have the opportunity, if they see, you know, we're all human, we make mistakes, they see a typo, they see a question that they don't necessarily agree with, if they'll make a comment and we find out that they're right, we're going to pay them for their added interest in helping us make nurse the best that it possibly can, and, you know, automatically, Uh, If they choose not to make a comment and they just star rate a question, you know, one through five, and our p-value for that question drops below a threshold, we'll automatically deactivate that, kick that question out to our editors and have them figure out why the question is so bad and what can we do to uh, make it solid, make it high yield so that the students can appreciate and actually learn something from it.
1: So, Tony and Jody, it sounds like this platform, which I've checked out, which I think is its a very lovely platform, hey. I do like the user interface. It sounds like you're all being very nimble in terms of okay, the information you're putting up there, the feedback you're getting from the users the feedback you're getting from nurses and nursing students who are preparing for right. and Why are I had a taking or have just right taken here, okay. the NCLEX. And you're also looking, like you said, Tony, at the regional differences between, you know, what's happening in different parts of the country, what areas are strong, which areas are not strong, even down to the schools. So was that nimbleness of the platform something that you originally planned for, or is that something you needed to... Adapt to as you saw what was happening as you launched.
3: Well, actually, it is something that we did plan for at the very beginning because during what I call our dog and pony show, where uh, we actually packed up and we we drove uh, down to Alabama and we made a uh, a circle up the East Coast, we actually discovered that you know pockets of students were telling us the same thing. So obviously as we're analyzing that data and that feedback you know we started to see trends there and i you know that immediately me being a data nerd uh self-proclaimed uh i actually wanted to be able to validate that so that you know we could reproduce and if we could reproduce it we could share that knowledge with the schools with the students and say hey You know, uh, University X, you know, like I said, is doing a great job at this, but you're suffering here, but they're doing fantastic over here. So let's take these best practices, pull them in, and figure out how we can't share this across board. Uh, Because, you know, with the nursing shortage, we all lose. With the nurses passing on their first attempt, we all win. And, you know, obviously that's the goal of the system, You know, everyone has daughters out there and sons that obviously are are stress test takers. And uh, it just so happens that my daughter's uh, stress and anxiety had uh, provoked this concept and idea. And uh, we've brought it to light and we're sharing it with everyone.
0: Well, and and, and of course, sharing is definitely uh, the way to be. And I love the crowdsourcing aspect because we know that there are so many campaigns out there that are crowdsourcing content because we realize like we need to hear from the user, you know, what's the user experience? What are they feeling? What are they seeing and experiencing? Because yeah, I mean, you can write this stuff and it can be very static or yeah, just kind of not have a lot of movement. But when you have involvement like that from a community that wants to provide updates and feedback, I think that that's, uh, you know, a wonderful thing to, to provide that to your platform. So essentially the Nurseversity platform So, and then you talked about being sort of this data geek, you know, how's that working? You got the video aspect there. Who's actually creating these videos? Who's curating it? Can you tell us a little bit more about the intricacies of that?
3: Yeah, actually, uh, we've got, let's see, I want to say we've got over 4,000 videos to date that have been created and submitted by students out there in the community right now. Um, You know, one of the things that uh, as I was doing my research, you can go to YouTube and do a search for NCLUX videos, exam tips, you're going to find a plethora of examples. And, you know, I thought, well, we've already got these students and these young professionals helping us create this media. You know, who would be interested in creating a video or a lecture or, you know, draw a map out of the respiratory system and show me where the bronchial tubes are. Give me a visual. And I tell you, it just went bonkers. I mean, these kids were so talented, so skilled uh, that I said, you know, this is definitely something that's going to help. So we have about 25 people on staff that are uh, board certified uh, instructors. And we said, hey, Can you review these? Tell me which ones are really good. Tell me which ones that maybe aren't exactly right, but we can provide some feedback. So we went through those, and uh, we actually approved a a good 20-25% of them. Uh, Those board-certified instructors then said, hey, we are seeing more themes here. Uh, we're, We're seeing patterns. People are wanting to know about this, and they're wanting to know about that. So we then commissioned uh, those particular videos or audio clips, and uh, had them produced and edited and shared. So that's that's really, I mean, going back to the whole crowdsourcing. Um, and the great thing about this is, Keith and Kevin, is if you do participate, you know, we have the opportunity to either uh, give you. Uh, cash for your time, pay you for your services, or give you credit. I mean, you know, for example, we've got one young lady right now who, uh, you know, she has constantly reached out to us and we said, hey, you know, we're going to scholarship you. We're going to be able to help you. We're going to help make for sure this happens. Um, Would you like to help us become, you know, one of our uh, connection leader uh, folks? And that means on their campus, they're actually in charge of helping create that uh, community of students and helping those that are struggling in different areas, help them get efficient and help them get up to where they need to be. And then from there, we find that some of those who really have areas that they're lacking by recording themselves or doing a lecture on a topic that they're really very poor at, they force themselves out of their comfort zone and they actually learn to teach other students.
0: Now that is something that I think people could really or w- would want to sink their teeth into because I think there are plenty of us out there that have some savvy or some know-how uh, that we would love to be able to contribute. So I think that that in itself, just to know that you are community-based, is this is crowdsourced, I mean, that that even takes it to another level, that, that there are people out there because there are a lot of us out there. that I, I mean, I love teaching. Nurses just love to teach uh, in general. So. I think that that is, is great that you offer that opportunity for, for others to contribute. It's almost like a um, but I, but I, but let me preface it more reliable uh, Wikipedia in a sense where we can add we can add to that, but obviously the information that we're providing is correct.
3: Absolutely, and that hence the you know the certified instructors help us maintain that level of credibility and ensure that the information that we're putting out there is accurate. You know, it, it's it's obviously a must-have uh, because, you know, we don't want students or even those that have just graduated, you know, reading or reviewing material that's not accurate.
0: Agree. Well, and I, I just wanted to, to chime in, too, is, you know, we talk about pass rates and tests uh, and whatnot and how that, Folks are trending upward to to we having having higher pass rates. So you invest, or let's say a student invests, or a graduate nurse invests in this. Um, what is your guarantee? What is your return on that? Do you offer any any guarantee? A hundred percent guarantee?
3: Yeah, absolutely. We do offer a hundred percent guarantee. You know, one of the models that we have is, you know, if you're not comfortable, you know, you can subscribe to a seven day, thirty day three months, six months. But what we really try to do is we push the till you pass guarantee. It doesn't matter if you're a freshman coming in for your BSN or if you're a senior that just graduated. The till you pass guarantees that you have it the entire length of whatever it might be until you take that board. You take the board, you pass. We're all very happy. We're very proud. Money well invested. You don't do that You have the option to come back, reuse the system, reset it, start over, no fees, no hassle. Uh, Or if you prefer, you know, hey, this system just didn't work for me. I need my money back. We'll give it back to you 100%.
1: That sounds great. And I have one final question for Jody. And Jody, as the, um, the mother of someone who just passed the boards and you're a medical professional nurse yourself, tell us about just the stress that parents and loved ones go through when they have a loved one preparing for the NCLEX, maybe passing or failing the NCLEX. And I wanted you to feel that, to just to, to talk about that notion of how families and loved ones can support the person taking the test.
2: Well, obviously as a parent, you don't want to see your children stressed out and upset. You want to See them feel good and confident about the things that they do and so you want to try and help them as much as possible uh, to help them feel confident in what they're doing and if they're doing the right thing and that they're giving their all especially when you see that they're giving their all and sometimes when you take a test and they're giving their all sometimes you still don't have the turnout that you would like but you have to be able to be understanding and try and find ways to help them through that and let them know that as long as they're doing their best, then, you know, that's all as a parent we could ask for. Um, Obviously, also as a parent, we feel it financially when you have your student loans um, and then you're putting up the money for the tests and so forth like that. So you put out all this money for college. Of course you want to see them pass the first time. You don't want to have to go through and pay for it again and then you want them to be able to be able to be on their own and stand on their own feet and feel like that they have some satisfaction, personal satisfaction themselves and that they can go out and get a job and whether it be move out of your basement or where it may be on their own, um, you want to see them succeed. Um, also, being in the medical industry and seeing families at one point or another each of us whether it be ourselves or a family member have been in the hospital you don't want to know the the failures of the nurse taking care of your family member you know you don't want to hear the stories oh i failed three times you want to know that your caretaker for your family member is doing a great job they're well educated and they're going to take the best possible care for your family member As well as if it was for yourself you want to know you're getting the best care available also all those things play into factor of whether you're a parent or being the caregiver I want my daughter to know that when she goes to work and she's giving the very best care she can I want her to feel good about that and I want her patients to feel good about that and their families to feel confident about that as well
1: That's a great point, and I'm glad you brought up, you know, it's kind of funny, but the notion of wanting your child to move out of the basement and move out on their own, and and part of that is passing the NCLEX and getting out there in the world and starting to work as a nurse and getting a job. So that's, you know, that's part of the reality of the economics right now. We need our students to be able to pass this exam and get out into the workforce. So we really want to thank you both for making this platform possible and helping more nursing students pass the NCLEX and get out into the profession because we really need them out there. So thank you for that.
2: Well, thank you for having Thank us. you very much for having
1: us. Sure. And we'll be in touch. And this recorded podcast and information about NurseVersity will be up on the RNFM Radio website uh, in just a few days. And you can all check out NurseVersity at nurseversity.com. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Pinterest. And check them out, like their page, and see what it's all about. So, Jody and Tony Leonard, thank you so much for being with us.
3: Hey, thank you. Thank, thank you very you. much.
0: Well, Keith, you know, that was just uh, great to have Tony and Jody on here. And actually, for the listeners who, they didn't catch that, we had said our goodbyes to Tony and Jody. They are offering up at least four, I, I would say, well, I think we we agreed on four slots, so... Till you pass, and they're giving those codes away to four lucky people out there who tweet us or reach us at hashtag RNFM radio. And what you do is just go to all of our platforms, find us somewhere, reach out to us, and say that you're interested in the, the NurseVersity till you pass program, and they will give you access to that program. For free, and there's four slots available. So, like I said, hit Keith and I up at hashtag RNFM Radio, and we will, of course, pick every you know pick you at random, and then we just get your information and then send that on, and boom, then you're in to NurseVersity.com.
1: That's right, and you could even win that for say a loved one or someone, you know, who's in nursing school. So I I would imagine it doesn't have to be just for you. It could be say for your sister who's in nursing school and about to take the NCLEX. So talk to us, find us out there on social media. And, you know, we'd love to have more of these conversations about testing and the NCLEX. You know, I revealed something personal today about not having passed the first time and you know, it's one of those things and it's, For better or worse, it's one of the gatekeepers to us getting out there into the nursing profession. Right, Kevin?
0: I would agree. And you know what's interesting, especially with these standardized tests, because I know many of us as clinicians go back to school to do advanced practice or PhDs or, or what have you. I think it would be interesting for us today with all of our clinical experience that we have now to go back and sit for that NCLEX, to sit for that same NCLEX and see what it is like. Because to your point, Keith, you know, maybe... Well, not maybe, definitely. You're a great clinician. You know your stuff. But sometimes these standardized tests, it's not a one-size-fits-all. So how would we respond to those questions? As with having the clinical expertise that we do now, thinking like, well, there's no way I would do that with a patient, even though that might be the right answer. This is actually what I would do first, you know, as a clinician. And that probably would be the right thing to do. I I just think that would just kind of be an interesting study.
1: That would be interesting. Boy, I'm having test anxiety just... thinking about it
0: well don't keep that anxiety at bay keith because i don't think you uh have any tests at least around the corner that is hopefully unless you're going back to school but oh well no god help yeah well (laughs) you know and that being said you make some valid points about getting those kids because jody said getting those kids out of the basement and out into the workforce and you know nursing school med school any type of school that i think involves you know this this clinical aspect there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of pressure, and I know that families are really kind of put on hold, and, and I think that when we, you know, we, we kind of put everything on hold, I think people realize that uh, there are, you know, those situations where we're just kind of locked down, we're in social hibernation, we're not going out on dates anymore, all you're doing is studying for tests, or class, or you're in clinical, or whatever, I didn't mean to kind of derail the conversation here, but it's just nice to have Nurseversity out there to help with that next transition because you think, oh, great, he or she's out of school. We can get our lives back, but not quite yet because there's still that test to pass.
1: That's right. That's right. So, yeah, someday I would love to have a conversation with some nursing students on the show, maybe fresh graduates to talk about their experience of testing and the NCLEX. I think it'd be really interesting to get that that right in the moment perspective of what it's like, what, you know, how their experience was and maybe what their experience was preparing, you know, how was it preparing for the test? So, you know, it's a, it's a big thing. It's what we all think about throughout nursing school, and, and it's a worthy conversation to have. So, Kevin, you know, it's been a great conversation. It's been really important to talk about the NCLEX. It's not something we really addressed here on RNFM yet. And if you have any questions, any comments, anything, hit us up, like Kevin said, on any social media platform with the hashtag RNFM radio, and we will get back to you. And always you can just write us at insider at rnfmradio.com. So, Kevin, have a really wonderful day. And everyone out there, whenever you're listening, who knows when it is that you're listening to this show, have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in and Follow us again at rnfmradio.com.
0: That's right, Keith. And, of course, that's right, listeners. We hope that you in some way have felt uplifted, motivated, and ready for something that moves the needle for you. Especially, we actually hope that you have felt informed today. And that test anxiety is just a little bit on the downward trend because nurseversity.com is out there. Innovate and create. Find passion in your life and your career each and every day. Care for yourself while caring for others. And we look forward to having you back here with us again on RN. FM radio.